Hi, I'm Adrienne Cheatham. I'm the chef and author of the Sunday Best Cookbook. So it started as a pop-up series. Now it's turned into my first baby, which is my cookbook. And besides cooking, I have this undying passion for old musicals. (laughs) Some of my favorites were Pirates of Penzance, My Fair Lady... And one of mine is making a resurgence, and I can't wait to tell you more about that. There's no business like show business, like no business I know. Uh, But Adrian and I actually do have our own business to get to, so let's dive right on in. I'm Jesse Sparks, and this is The One Recipe, a podcast that ditches the formalities and asks chefs and wonderful cooks the question, what is your one recipe? The one that never fails, the one you actually look forward to making again and again. This week, we're singing the praises of savory comforts with Adrienne Cheatham. She's an accomplished chef, recipe developer, and guest judge on Top Chef. She's also the author of the new cookbook, Sunday Best, cooking up the weekend spirit every day. Hey, Adrian. So good to have you. Hi, Jesse. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. No, thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. So, I know that you are really into musicals. What is one of your favorites right now? Okay, so right now, honestly, and it just came back to Broadway. I literally just got the mailer this past week. Funny Girl oh, is back. Incredible choice. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I grew up watching, like, my mom was obsessed with musicals. I think my grandmother did a little, like, opera singing and, you know, doing, like, musical theater. So my mom was, like, obsessed with My Fair Lady, Funny Girl, all these, like, you know, theatrical musical production so what's one of your favorite songs from the musical um from funny girl it's you know rain on my parade (laughs) (laughs) yeah at the end where she's like here i am like that is my oh my gosh you you can't help but belt that oh my god and barbara streisand just goes in oh always always It's just like you just have to stand on the table or like the tallest right. surface near you and just scream. And it's not it. this unapproachable soprano voice that I can't get to. Oh my gosh. But like it's such a powerful voice that I just feel like I can do this and I just like sing along with it every time. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. I could drill you for hours about all of your Broadway knowledge. But what I really want to know is this. What is your one recipe? So my one recipe, I mean, there are several, so it's like choosing your favorite child in a way. Um, but but my one recipe, I think, is the sweet potato gnocchi with bacon miso sauce. Ooh. <laughs> Can you kind of walk me through the process of making it? It's really fun, actually. Like, making pastas from scratch, gnocchi in particular, are things that involve touch, like cooking is a contact sport. So it involves touching the dough, knowing how it feels. Is it moist enough? Is it dry enough? And it's one of those things that you can only get through repetition, through doing it again and again. So you start by cooking your sweet potato. And I actually like to have my sweet potatoes cooked in the microwave. Because the microwaves, it's number one, it's easier and faster. But they also excite the water molecules inside of an object. That's how things heat up in a microwave. So it, it's better than boiling because you're not adding moisture to it. Because if you're if you're boiling your sweet potatoes to make gnocchi or regular potatoes, then you have to add more flour to balance out that moisture. 
So I start with my microwaved sweet potatoes, scoop them out. I also have ricotta cheese that I've usually drained for a couple of hours, just hanging out in a towel to kind of get a little excess moisture out. Again, just making the ingredients as dry as possible. And then you mix the ricotta, the sweet potato, a little bit of egg and all-purpose flour till you get a nice consistency on the dough, a nice kneadable kind of, you know, texture. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, a little salt in there, a little love. Gotta season it up a little bit. Right? (laughs) Gotta have the seasoning. What kind of texture are you looking for there? So you're looking for something like soft, Mm -hmm. but not so soft that your finger will go into it. When you touch it, you want to leave a little dent but you don't want to leave a crater. Okay. You don't want to see the dough cracking going down because that means there's not enough flour. There's not enough gluten strands developed to hold it together, which is fine, but that's just more of like a dumpling than a gnocchi. Okay. And then from there, you roll it out into like beautiful thin ropes. I usually like to go about a half inch thick and it's very casual. You know, you just cut them with the side of a fork or the back of a knife. And you just have these cute little dumplings. And then, you know what? If you've got somebody around to help you, roll them on the back of a fork or roll them on an actual pasta board to get that texture on the gnocchi. But they're so casual and delicious that it's fine even if you don't have the time to do that rolling. Yeah. And you get a little sweetness. You get a little of that like soft cheesiness from the ricotta. It's just such a beautiful pillowy texture. And then the bacon miso sauce is just like the crack that's poured on top of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me all about this because I'm already ready to dive right into it. (laughs) Like, let me take a nap in the gnocchi. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I'll just use the the bacon miso sauce as a blanket (laughs) (laughs) right? in my nap. Um, So this was actually something that I developed when I was working at Le Bernardin. We had um, different forms of dashi that we were playing with on like the R&D. And so we're trying to like come up with different things. And I'm like, you know what, how about I'm just using dashi as a stock in a different sauce? Like we're using chicken stock or chicken jus or veal jus. I'm just going to use the dashi for that instead of what we were always doing was adding light flavorings to not overshadow the dashi. And I'm like, well, dashi is so delicious. It's going to enhance whatever sauce it's in. So why not use that as a component in a sauce instead of just lightly flavoring dashi? So I started by sauteing a bunch of bacon, getting it a little brown, a little crispy, and then adding a ton of shallots, a little bit of garlic, tiny bit of ginger, and then adding miso to it, just white miso, a little bit sweet to kind of toast it up just like you would tomato paste. And in restaurants, they call that um, pinsage, when you're toasting your tomato paste to kind of get a little bit more liquid out. And the miso just kind of toasts in the pan. It gets a little bit brown. It coats all the aromatics and the flavors just come together. Then you deglaze with a splash of white wine. Uh, whisk that all together, add your dashi, let that come up to a boil, and then strain it out. And then you mount it with butter. So Monte Aubert, the classic French 
Delicious term. <laughs> Amazing. So real quick for listeners at home, can you explain what dashi is? So yes, dashi is a traditional Japanese stock that's made of bonito and kombu, which is a thick, large seaweed. So you can actually buy dashi granules where you don't have to get the bonito and kombu. You can just add the little, it's like an instant dashi. You just add it to water and whisk it together. And then you've got this, it's not fishy, but it's not... Not fishy. I don't know. It's hard yeah, to describe. It, it, it's but. very like oceanic, right? Yeah. It's like standing at the shore of the water, having right. your feet in the water, but not fully diving head in. Exactly. Well said. And it's also <laughs> got like depth to it and umami because it's the bonito is a dried fish. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like fresh ocean. It's like like dried mushrooms in the ocean Ooh. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so, so great. Do you have another recommendation for subbing in something that can replace that dashi and still stand up to the heft of that bacon sauce? Oh, yeah. You could definitely use like a light chicken stock or vegetable stock. Um, you could even use water. I mean, if you have enough of the aromatics and the miso does add a lot to it, I would try to go with vegetable stock or chicken stock. But I've made it with water before. And I've just had to add a little extra salt. That's perfect. Because really what's all in that stock is just like so much of that very kind of natural salinity, right? Like just enough right. salt that it's like right where you need to be. Right. So yeah, you can definitely replace it with so many things. Mushroom stock, vegetable stock. You just may need to add, like you said, like another little pinch of seasoning. So then when you're putting it all together, how do you prefer to plate it or kind of assemble the final dish now that we have all the components? Mm. So what I love to do is keep some of those little bacon bits crunchy on the side. Speaking my language already. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're making the sauce and you've toasted up your bacon, I usually scoop out a couple of spoonfuls of the actual bacon and leave all the fat in the pan. Um, And then I'll just set those to the side. I'll bring a pot of salted water up to a boil because, again, you got to love up on your food and season it. And and I, I totally live by the theory in cooking that everybody brings something to the party. So my pasta water has to bring something to the party too. All that water can't just suck out seasoning from the gnocchi. It has to actually help the gnocchi and bring something to it. So always want to season your pasta water. So I've got my pot boiling with seasoned water. I've got a little saute pan on low heat right next to it. And I've got the sauce ready. Mm-hmm. I've got the bacon bits on the side, and I've got a little bit of sliced chives. So I'll put the gnocchi into the boiling water. Takes about two, maybe three minutes. When they all start to float, I'll take them out with a slotted spoon, tap off a little excess liquid, and then put them into that saute pan on the side there on low heat. And then I'll add that bacon miso sauce to it. And just let that all kind of simmer together. And then the sauce is going to reduce a tiny bit and just glaze and coat gnocchi. And then I put them into my bowl, sprinkle those crunchy bacon bits on top with a little bit of chive for color and flavor, and I'm ready to go. Oh my gosh, Adrian, my stomach is growling <laughs> right now. I'm like doing the best that I can to hold the mic away. Um, I've got to get you to Harlem <laughs> so you can try this. Oh, listen, don't get too comfortable now. I'll actually pull up. <laughs> so Pull up. Let me know when. <laughs> So this recipe comes from your book, Sunday Best. Can you tell me a little bit more about the book and where the title comes from? Yes. So I always had this like vision of like one of these chefy cookbooks that just sit there and look pretty, but nobody ever touches. And then 
as I got older and was going through my career and I had all these cookbooks that I never used, even like techniques and things that are sometimes too involved and and hard to replicate in restaurants. And I was kind of like, I don't want that. You know, my sister is like a great touchstone because she loves cookbooks. She buys all the cookbooks and she uses them. She uses the ones that like help her find something new to cook for her husband and kids or her husband will find a cool recipe he wants to cook. And I was like, why don't I do a book like that? Something personal. Like we have such a cool food history in our family from Chicago and Mississippi. My mom's family is very different from my dad's family, but they all love food and they all have these strong traditions. And yeah, I just, I really wanted to to show how you can love up on yourself every day of the week, not just on Sunday when you have time, but little tips and tricks and tweaks and things that you can do to just up your game for any day of the week. I cannot wait to get my hands on the final version of the book. I'm so excited for it. Thank you so much for making time. It has been a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks so much for having me, Jesse. It is always a blast talking with you. Adrian Cheatham's new book is Sunday Best, cooking up the weekend spirit every day. You can find her recipe for her sweet potato gnocchi with bacon miso sauce on Instagram at the.one.recipe and at theonerecipe.org. This week's episode was made for you by producer Erica Romero, associate producer Ren Farrell, technical director Alex Simpson, and digital producer James Napoli. Sally Swift is our managing producer. APM Studios executives in charge are Shadra Kavati, Alex Schaffer, and Joanne Griffith. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The One Recipe was created by Sally Swift and Erica Romero. I'm Jesse Sparks. This is APM Studios. And you should go make some Broadway magic. <laughs>